talking uh, last week about 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and uh, we're going to kind of shift to another chapter, another book, uh, Mark chapter 10, um, another one that we're spending a lot of time in, in our reading plan, and uh, this is a, it's a pretty long chapter, covers a wide variety of things, so have some variety in our discussion um, over the next couple of weeks, um, but we want to start uh, right at the beginning of chapter 10, and... Um, just kind of want to get your thoughts on, um, you know, the first 12 verses um, where it's talking about um, divorce and um, just kind of get your thoughts on that. And Becky, I'll let you go first this time and just kind of share anything uh, that kind of stuck up to you or spoke to you from these verses. Well, then talking about divorce, um, it's, it says in verse 5, it was because your hearts were hard that Moses wrote you this law. Basically, the law was, you know, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce and send her away. It's amazing that, you know, basically he wrote that law for the times then. Their hearts were hard. That's why he allowed it. And then it kind of changed. Um, You know, it's now only basically allowed for, you know, certain reasons, I guess, you know. Um, But it was just interesting to me that, you know, Moses' time they wrote that law for a certain reason. Their hearts hearts were hard. So that kind of stuck out to me. Yeah, we, um, that's a good, I'd like to talk some more about that when we move on here. Um, so often, even if God speaks to us in a way, or in a clear way, or convicts us, we so love to point back, to, you know, well, yeah. you know, it was okay for them. Yeah, exactly. It's okay for this person, <laughs> you know. So I guess I can just ignore how God's speaking to me or how, you know, it can ignore, you know, God's expectation for me today. Um, so there's a little explanation there. Tiffany, what are your thoughts on um, this verse? Uh, the verse that stood out to me is verse 9. Therefore, what God has joined together, let not man separate. Well, in our country and what we look at today, divorce is so common. I'm a result of divorce. And... Um, I think if you go through the church today, there's so much divorce and heartache. Now, that was my BC life, my before Christ life. <laughs> so I didn't come to Christ until after my divorce. And I learned so much more about God's law and what he intended for my life. When I accepted Christ, it was just like a whole new beginning for me. But what I related this to is God joins together because he made... Adam and Eve, he made the man and the woman to be together and join them together. But man's law, if you look at our laws today, man's law is what separates and allows the divorce to happen. That wasn't God's intention. So man, sinner, is what has allowed it. And it just is so, that that one sentence tells you the whole thing right there. You know, God, God's command, but what? man decided to do was change it and that's what we do in sin all the time mm-hmm. yeah it's uh, this is a difficult what's interesting here is we have a lot of talk about divorce and you know as Becky pointed out or this chapter points out you know people look back to the Old Testament and you know kind of the regulations there um What's interesting is here we have Jesus. I mean, if you got your red letter edition Bible, I mean, this is 
This is the red letter passage. This is Jesus. This is what Jesus says about divorce. And uh, I've, I've, I don't know. All of the Bible is God inspired, um, but when I see words of Jesus, you know. I really like you know that there's even that extra. <laughs> Not only is this God inspired, this was God spoken. Right. Um, and uh, I mean, he says. What does he say in verse 11? Anyone who divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another man, she commits adultery. I mean, he lays it down pretty, you know, basically, you know, you might be able to get divorced by the law, Mm -hmm. but that does not change what you're doing. You know, I had a hard time with that because... You know, when you're being abused and there's things going on in your yeah. life and you don't want to be there, mm-hmm. I wasn't staying. <laughs> you know, right. and it was it was really hard because I had to the safety of my daughter and myself. I had to get out. But when I was going back to church and then um, I accepted Christ and I was hearing this and I thought I did the right thing and accept Christ, but I thought I can't go to heaven. I mean, it was so hard for me. I felt like I'm convicted. I'm dirt. I can't go. I'm not worthy. You know, and then it was really, that was something that was really hard for me to get over because I thought people probably look at me and then I thought, well, then they're judging and we're not to judge. But I thought everyone has their sin. So, you know, how does God look at that? And it was really hard for me to think I'm not going to heaven, you know, at first, because when you're newer in Christ, you don't understand it all. But we all have our sin and where God, you know, God's going to hold it accountable. I have no doubt he's going to bring that before me. But I think coming to Christ was, you know, saving knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, it's how I've lived my life from that point forward that's been wonderful. But I think it's got to be hard for children because in our youth, we're trying to teach them these laws and prevent those things in their life. But giving them a clear understanding of it is so important. Yeah, they. Um, it is important, you know, and you, you mentioned, um, you know, a very you know, a, a reason for divorce that, you know, the Bible talks about. Um, just flipping back just um, to Matthew 19, verse 9, um, talks about another exception to kind of this. And this is Jesus again speaking. And he's um, in Matthew. Um, he says, I tell you, anyone who divorces his wife, except for marital unfaithfulness, and marries another woman, commits adultery. So there are exceptions that are recognized by Jesus um, to that. Um, but then you've also you, you kind of mentioned the the old life, new life also, um, and um, so there's uh, this hits kind of close to home for me because my my parents divorced. Uh, my dad um, was a pastor even and uh, grew up where that was not an option. I mean, I grew up in a household where you know you just that was taboo. You didn't that you, there was no nothing you couldn't work through, even in the case where there was marital unfaithfulness or or something, the the goal was always to work through those things, um, if at all possible. Um, and only when every option or every help you could get had been exhausted would you even consider that. And then to see them grow apart, see my dad kind of have like a nervous breakdown and, um, and really get burned out in ministry, um, and to see them separate, live separated for a long time, and then eventually did get divorced. Uh, that was a tough thing for me, um, dealing with that. Um, 
And uh, but it, it's important to note that there sometimes there are dangerous situations. There are exceptions that um, Jesus recognized and talked about. Um, and some things, you know, you look at like marital unfaithfulness, um, you know, that can cause some some things that can't be overcome sometimes that cause some problems and issues that, um, you know, just cannot be overcome. Uh, but uh, that's uh, quite a bit, um, you know, we look at our youth today, we look at our church, and uh, a lot of, I mean, how many broken homes do you guys see? More than... I mean, it almost seems there's, that way, doesn't it? It seems like there's more divorce now than there is marriage. I think yeah. it's got to be yeah. even. If, if it's not even, it's more divorce than... Because it's easier for people to say, oh, just give me the piece of paper and I'm moving on, than to say I'm committed and I'm working through it. And it's, it's much, yeah. much easier to do that. We've made it so easy from the, you know... Man's law. Man, yeah. <laughs> as far as the law's perspective and what, what can happen, I mean, we've made it so easy... Just justify it. I think the church is always trying to, you know, redeem people. And, um, you know, when I grew up, that was another thing where maybe it was too hard of a line. Um, I I remember growing up in churches where, you know, if if you had been divorced, you would not be serving in ministry. I mean, it didn't matter if it was 20 years ago. Um, If you had that on your record, I mean, it was... um, it affected what you were allowed to do, where you're allowed to serve. You know, you wouldn't be on a board or anything as a divorced person. Um, and uh, there's, they point to some scripture, talks about elders and deacons and uh, the whole husband of one wife thing um, and kind of point that out as reason for that. Uh, I think the church has gone um, to great effort to try and restore people today and not, you know, you know, have those mistakes that are kind of held against you for life or right. When you things. even look at what God did, though, with Saul, and, you know, look how God took sin in people's lives and used it for good. He did still use people. Mm-hmm. I mean, he used... I mean, look at some of the horrible things that have happened to character, you know, to, to people in the Scripture and how they went on and, and did wonderful works for God. And so, you know, I think like in my situation to be able to help someone else to avoid that or to help them get through that so that their heart heals so that they can be a better you know witness for God is so important because our times have gotten so hard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it really has changed our environments changing and de- the devil's at work and so you know we have to help build each other back up so that we can be better better servants yeah I um I don't know the current statistics but um it used to be um, current the, the statistics you know a couple of years ago were that um, the ratio of you know divorced and and those that hadn't been divorced in the church was worse than those outside of the church. There was more divorced higher percentage of divorced people actively involved in church than outside of the church, which I was that was an interesting statistic. Um, but if you think about that. Um, what the opportunity for those, I mean, who's going to help minister to those, that large percentage, which is somewhere, you know, around 50% um, that's actually, that's divorced within the church. Um, 
I mean, I'm sure you can recognize, no matter what your reasons for divorce, um, there is stuff to deal with. I mean, there, yeah. there, there are, it creates difficulties. Issues. I mean, it affects a lot of people. I mean, it, um, you know, you're dealing with sometimes children and, um, you know, and that's, there's a lot of things to deal with and cope with after, no matter what the reason for the divorce, just that whole uh, process of, you know, sharing a life with someone and children and, um, and then being separated and having to deal with all those relationships and all that. It's a difficult thing that a lot of people in the church deal with. Extremely stressful. And that passes on down through your family, through your children, and, and not even just your immediate. It goes to your family members because they, you know, they carry some of your burdens sometimes. But, you know, and I think, you know, the church is a place for the hurting and the lost. Yeah. Not the self-righteous, pious right. people. It's, it's a place for all people, but the church is for the hurting and the lost, so we need to keep pulling people in. And, you know, hopefully people who are even separated are saved you know, and helped in some way to, to work through that. And I think someone who's already walked that path can say, you know, here's something I see. Maybe you're not seeing it. Maybe the change needs to be in you. So I think speaking the truth in love, but you can avoid, you know, some, some cases. I mean, abuse, it wouldn't have been to my, it wouldn't have been good for me. And it wouldn't have been good for Tamara. But, you know, when you look at these things, if we in the church, are busy about God's work and we see things even to hear someone talk about negatively about their spouse warning them saying, you know what that's kind of like a warning sign please be careful because I don't think you realize when you start thinking that way it becomes truth or it just builds up those thoughts and that's what sometimes people get their hearts hardened about something that they didn't ask you know they need to ask for forgiveness or talk about it so a hardened I, heart somebody that's so gone much. through that you know how what was your experience? I mean, how does the church? How well does the church deal with that? Or the church I was at didn't help. Yeah. The church I was at didn't help. They pushed me under the rug, or they acted like we like didn't they matter. Teach right. They they didn't come and talk. It was very hurtful. And but when there wasn't I came, a lot of a, a help and assistance to, through exactly, that process. Exactly. And when I came to this church, it was so different, and people were willing to talk about it and. There were people that really cared that there was a, a change in your life. And it was, it was you could just tell a whole different countenance. Yeah, it's so important that we, we learn how to, to, to help people through these times. Um, just like you said, you know, Becky said, and that's really what the church is here for. Uh, and, uh, it's a shame sometimes, you know, how, um, I know, we, even as a child of, you know, people that were divorced, that were respected, and it it, um, it, it affected me personally, or it was almost held against me as a as a child. You know, mm. you know, as you felt parent, your parents disappointed people, okay. and uh, and that that came down. You know, of course, my parents got out of the picture um, and, and kind of went their own separate ways. And then I was left there with people's disappointment and people's, you know, feeling bad feelings about the whole situation and kind of even came on to the, you know, here I am dealing with it myself and struggling with it. And the church is almost, you know, negative towards me. And you were because the innocent one. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm a, you know, one of those 
innocent casualties of, of war, you know, or yeah. um, dealing with it myself. Um, it really, I think, grows you inside in a different way, though. I think sometimes when you're dealing with something like that, it gives you something a little more inside that you you maybe carry a different burden for someone else or for certain things, or you learn to cue into certain things. I think it helps to grow yeah. you as a person. Even mm-hmm. though we have to go trudge through some mud sometimes, I think it really does, you know, help you as a person. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a heavy subject there to, to discuss, and thank you guys for, for sharing your thoughts. Thank you.